Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Well, hello. I have this fancy mic. It's so cool. This whole podcasting is so cool. Thank you right off the bat for doing what I asked. And that is giving me a five star. Some of those comments are so amazing. And for all of you who are commenting and screenshotting and DMing me, you are invited to a pretty badass, cool training that I have called How to Bust Through Your Self Imposed Glass Ceiling and Blow Your Own Mind. And some of you said no, right? Some of you said no. You said no by your action. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Say no, for God's sake, when your yes is a lie. So look, here's the deal. I want to encourage you right now to allow yourself to say no more often. Here's the twist here. Ready for this? It's about making your no your no and your yes your yes without feeling guilty. Okay, so I know that's a stretch for a lot of women because we're so beaten over the head our entire lives. Like, help Sally out, help Bobby out. And you know what? You're a grown-ass woman and some days you're just like, shit, no, I don't want to do it. And guess what? You do not have to. There are things in your life, my friend, that you do not have to do. Now, granted, I'm going to encourage you to go say high five to me over on whatever platform you're listening to. Share it with your girlfriends. Tell them, oh my God, I found this podcast is blowing my mind. But here's the deal. I'm going to twist this, right? Now, here's the thing. I know we all like to help people. So don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't think that we need to help people. Of course, we want to help people. That's just who we are. If you're listening to this, you're probably a nice person. You probably want to help some people. And yet, sometimes somebody asks you to do something in your head, you're like, shit, I don't want to do that. And then you get stuck. So today, I'm going to give you a couple ways to get out of doing things you don't want to do. I'm going to give you gracious ways to say no so that you don't feel like an asshole, that you don't feel like a meanie, or that you don't feel like guilt and shame for being, quote, quote, selfish because you want to do what you want to do. And I'm here as your friend and your mentor and leading by example. Like, I want you to do whatever the hell you want to do, whenever the hell you want to do it. And that also includes saying no when it warrants it. Here's the thing. The more frequently you say, first, let me back up. When you know what you want out of your life, when you're solid as a rock, isn't that like solid, solid as a rock? I suck at singing, but whatever. That doesn't mean that I dance around and sing. When you say no, I, when you know what you want, when you have a goal, a dream, a desire, or a result, or whatever it is that you want, and you are like so committed to that because you love yourself, you love yourself and you want the results, it becomes crystal clear of all the BS stuff in your life that's in the way of you having it. Many times though, I'm going to tell you, I just literally signed a brand new client for executive leadership, personal development coaching. And if you're interested in that, just email me, Mary at marybicknell.com or tag me somewhere on all the socials. 
So anyhow, she, she signed up and she was really like, it was a big deal for her, right? Because she knew I was going to be bringing it. I was going to be supporting her at the level she needs to make massive transformations in her life. And she knows she needs them. She knows it. This is, it's not like some surprise. I'm not talking her into something. By the way, if you're here listening too, because you also have a business, look, I never twist arms. This is not about twisting arms. It's not about schmoozing, but this is about holding the space for somebody that you know wants a transformation and supporting them. And when, when I asked her, what is it that you really want? She said she didn't know. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, sometimes I believe people and sometimes I'm like, that's a bullshit. Really what I think it is when women say they don't know what they want, here's the deal. Somebody has their whole life told them what to do. And so they've buried their dreams, desires once so far freaking down that they are terrified out of their freaking mind to bring it to the surface. And let me tell you, some of this stuff comes up no matter what kind of goal you have, right? Like this is a successful woman. So it's like having a, you know, knowing just like sometimes you have this knowing inside that there's more for you and you're just like, ah, I want it. And you know, I don't know. Or sometimes you're just afraid to admit that you're going to have to say no to something. And that can be a little terrifying because when we say no, when someone asks us to do something and we say no, we A, feel like we need to justify it. Let me tell you why I can't do it. I really want to do it. B, then if we say no, then we feel bad. I want today for this never to happen to you again. I want your yes to be solid. And I want your no to be solid. Look, I want to ask you a question. This is going to help shift your thinking right now. Pay attention. Sally Sue comes and asks you to bake 350 allergen-free brownies for the PTA. Okay. And I, I'm going to be thinking nowadays you can even bake anything. So I'm old. So this is what we used to do. We actually used to bake things and not buy them and take them. But anyhow, let's just say. Maybe they asked you for church, whatever. Somebody asked you to do something that was like something you didn't want to do. Here's the thing. When you say, here's some ways to say no. Sally, I really appreciate that you were thinking about me. I, I would love to be able to help out, but there's something that I already have planned. How about I give you 20 bucks so that you can buy the supplies or how can I donate or how can I... So if you really need to or want to contribute and that you really that you really are saying it with sincerity that you know don't you love being asked I mean we all want to be asked you can say that with all sincerity and that's still a no and you can walk away not feeling guilty and frankly you don't have to give 20 bucks you can just say oh thank you so much for thinking of me I'm sorry, I don't have time in my plate on, on my calendar for that. And you don't even have to say sorry. I'm giving you all these like cushiony ways to help, you know, kind of push you into the saying no arena. You could also just say, oh, thank you so much. I'm not able to do that. Or no, I, I can't do that. You can say those things too. Here's the deal. Isn't it better to say no even if it's a little uncomfortable, than to say a resentful yes. Let me say that again. Isn't it better to give a gracious no or no thank you or thank you for asking me, I'm not able to do that. Can you circle back another time? 
Isn't it better to say no than to say a resentful yes? And then you go home and you're pissed at yourself and you're like, why in the hell did I say yes? I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to go to New Seasons or uh, Whole Foods or Safeway or insert your local grocery store and buy all the freaking supplies for baking 350 allergen-free brownies for tomorrow. I want to sit down and I want to watch Netflix. I want to watch Succession. I want to watch White Lotus, that crazy show on HBO. I want to like read a book. I want to do yoga. I want to take a bath. I want to do nothing. I just want to sit and pick my fingernails. Like you don't have to justify your no. You get to say no, but isn't it better than saying a resentful yes and then feeling mad about it and angry and have a negative vibe energy that you're going to be spewing all that negative vibe energy into those brownies. Then you're going to go home and maybe you're going to be yelling at your kid or you're going to eat something or you're going to smoke or you're going to be like, you're going to feel bad. Which is worse? This is what I want you to get. I want you to start thinking about sometimes things come up in your life that are going to be a little bit challenging. And one way or the other, it may feel bad if you think that way. You could just as easily say no and not feel bad. You could just as easily say yes and feel great about it. Today though, I'm really encouraging you to decide and define your line where no is solid. Have you done that before? Do you have a line? Do you have a boundary? Is there no line? Is there no boundary? I mean, think about it. If your friend asks you to do something and you feel bad, like if I say, no, I'm going to feel really bad and I'm going to feel so guilty because even though I just want to go sit in the hot tub and just like do nothing but drink my wine or whatever the hell you want to do, no judgment, I could care less. I'm more interested in that you do what you want to do. You said yes to your friend. And, and here's the thing. Do you, let me re- flip, the, flip the script. If you ask someone to do something for you and they say a yes, that is actually a resentful yes. Do you really want them to do it? Wouldn't you rather them be respectful to themselves and say, oh, I'm, I'm not able to do that. I want to say this again. I, want, I really want you to hear this. I really want you to get this. If you're a close girlfriend, you did not know she started this brand new novel that she loves and it helps her feel relaxed at the end of the day. She looks forward to it all day long. She can barely wait to take a bubble bath, get into that bubble bath and read that book. That makes her feel good and recharge and everything. And you've asked her to do something that really anybody could do, that it's not your best friend has to do it. Do you really want her to say yes? Or would you rather her respect herself and you and say no? No matter what that looks like, guys, whether it's your church Sunday school teacher asking you, like when we ask people, we don't want people to say yes out of guilt, out of resentment, out of have to. I would much rather have somebody give me a no and say no, even though I don't like being told no to. I would rather her be honest with me than to say yes and feel like, and not be all in. 
it's the same way with clients. I never twist people's arms. I'm not going to twist somebody's arms so they're just like, yes. Now, I'm good at helping people overcome their inner fears about saying yes to themselves. And so it comes out like, no, I can't do that. No, and all their objections. No, it's, it's not the right time. That's too much money. I don't know if I can do it. Blah, blah, blah. Let me ask somebody else, like all the things. Actually, I did a podcast. Um, so if you're listening about business, I've done Biz Bites. I don't have the episode in front of me. I feel like it was like 10, maybe it was 10 or nine um, that talks about, you know, are you marketing to people who, women who are like, let me go ask my husband. Is that your market? Anyhow, listen to that if you're in sales or business. So here's your uncommon action steps to help you get some tight boundaries. Evaluate situations in your life where you have said yes and you're pissed about it and you did it begrudgingly, resentfully. And then think about times you've said no and, and you thought, um, and then you equally felt bad. What were the thoughts associated with you feeling bad? What were the thoughts associated with you feeling resentful when you said yes? And I want to ask you, is the emotions also that those thoughts are creating or you're feeling bad or you're feeling resentful or you're feeling guilty? Where do they come from? What is the thought that created that emotional state? Now, here's some ideas. Like, of course, when we love people, we want to say yes to them. I don't know about you, but as a mom, I mean, I try to say yes to my daughter as much as possible. And of course, there's times I have to say no. And I don't, I don't necessarily love it, but I do it because that's what's in her best interest. Right? There have been times I've said, people have asked me to do something and I say no. And I have a little twinge and I have to remind myself, Mary, it's okay that you get to do what you want to do. I'm not harming someone. I'm not the only one in the world that can bake the brownies. I'm not the last resort for this person. And neither are you. And this is the other thing. Like, get over yourself. Sometimes we have this guilt. We take it all on. Like, oh my God. And the reality, it's like, you know what? Somebody like you're not the you're not the one and only that somebody could ask. So it's like there's a lot here with boundaries. There's a lot here. Now look, here's the thing. Let me tell you about the time I said no, and this is how I said it. And it was more of a behavior than it was the words no. So not too long ago, this summer, I went to see my mother, and I don't. And you're going to hear over the next how many God knows how many podcasts every now and again, we're going to talk about mom stuff, relationship stuff, and mom guilt, and like how are you as a mother, and what was it like with your mother, and what message does she give you, all the things, right? Because this impacts how you show up in the world. Anyhow, back to the yes and the no. So I'm. So it was summer. I went to Maryland. It was in June actually, and you know that's the worst time of year for me to be in Maryland because I have horrific allergies, and I was like. <laughs> It was horrible. It was like, I literally, if I could have flown home here to Oregon, I would have just because I was miserable physically, no matter what kind of medicine I was taking, et cetera. So here it is. You got the mask on. River had her mask on. River has a little bit of touch of asthma sometimes. So I go over to my mom's house, who I haven't seen pre-COVID, like two years. And she and I are not very close as it is. Well, actually, we're not close at all. And, but you know, she's getting old, she's going to die. And you know, it was one of those things where it's like, as a daughter, I wanted for me, not for her even. Here's the difference, right? I wanted for me. I said, yes, I'm going to go to Maryland to see my mother. She didn't ask me. I said yes to me so that I could feel good about my decision about going because I know she's not going to be around forever. Here's what happened. 
we went one on a Tuesday and we saw her and we just like, we sat outside cause she's a smoker. FYI, this is the side point. She's a smoker. She's really bad. Like she, like that's, that's the thing. The very next day we were coming over. I was, I had my laptop. I was going to show her all the pictures of our new house. You know, we have two homes. If you don't know, one's on the river. And then I live in this gorgeous estate um, and show her all the pictures and all the pictures of river. So we walk into her house, we walk into the kitchen and I'm just like, oh, these allergies, it's really terrible. Um, we sit down and she picks up to light a cigarette. And I said to her, meanwhile, I've told her about how terrible I'm feeling. I'm in a mask. And I said to her, could you please not smoke while we're here? And she said, at first she put it down. Like she literally had that micro expression of like wonder. She put it down and then she's like, no. The doors open, the wind, the uh, fans on. I haven't had a cigarette all day. I'm smoking. This is 11 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I'm done. And I got up and I walked out. Now, some of you might think, oh my God, I can't believe that you walked out. Like literally I walked out. I did not say goodbye. I said, come on river. We walked out. I have not talked to my mother again. There's moments in time where you have to have a boundary and you have to give yourself the yes to yourself. And you have to allow yourself to say no. No. No more am I going to be treated this way. No, I'm not going to um bake those, you know, allergy-free brownies like so you could look at it like no or I'm going to this is the flip you guys. Listen really closely. I want you to be in a yes state and the yes is to you, not to everybody else. If your answer is you don't really want to. So for me, I made a decision before I even went to visit that I wanted to feel good about what the results were from my visit. And even though I walked out without saying goodbye, I feel, and I felt great about saying yes to myself. It was a, no, I'm not putting up with this anymore to my mother, even though I didn't say it like that, but it was a yes to me. It was a yes to, I value what I need above others. And that's okay. Just like you can say yes to yourself that you want to read that book at night and that you don't want to bake those brownies or do whatever that thing is. There would have been a time, quite candidly, in my life, had I done that, I would have been riddled with guilt. I would have been like, oh my God, I hurt my mom's feelings, blah, 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 blah. There comes a point when toxic relationships, like how do you continue to choose? I choose me. I don't choose a continued toxic relationship. What are you choosing for yourself? I want to encourage you that you have to be bold enough if you want to lead a life uncommon. And sometimes leading a life uncommon means saying yes to yourself and no to somebody else. And that's an actually understanding that it's not always easy. And you can also do it without guilt. And you can love yourself through the process of it. Now, what does your boundary look like? I want to support you. I want to invite you to truly love yourself so much 
that the things that you want, the desires, the goals, the wishes, the hopes, the dreams, all the things that you want, all the things that will allow you to lead a life uncommon, all the things, I want you to decide right now that you are 100% committed to working through how you think about things, how you feel about things, and how your behavior is and your habits so that you can have that. And I'm sharing these stories with you and oh my God, all this stuff with you, because I want you to know I'm not just sitting over here, like go do it up, you know, go do this. I'm telling you, I'm walking with you. I'm walking this path alongside of you. I understand that it's not always easy. It's not always easy to say yes to yourself when you're not used to it. It's not always easy to say no when we are conditioned to put other people's feelings first, other people's desires first. So I got in the car and I said to River, because you know, it was a little weird too, right? I mean, in my head, I was like, wow, I just walked, here's my thoughts. See if you can relate. I just walked out of my mother's house. I didn't say goodbye. I said, come on River. And we got into the car and I said to River, well, what did you think of that? And she said to me, I was so surprised how she just doesn't respect you. God, you know, it's like one of my goals as a mom and as a woman and as a leader and as a thought leader and as a mentor and as an example of what's possible is to be respectful to people. And in that moment, someone might say, oh, walking down to your mom's house wasn't necessarily respectful. I can appreciate that view. And yet my greatest desire was not just for myself, but by leading by example for my own daughter. I don't want her to put up with any bullshit from anyone, including me as her mother, right? So it's this really bizarre moment where I'm like, holy crap, I just walked out of my mother's. Here's my daughter seeing me walk out of my mother's. It was is she going to interpret my behavior as disrespectful? And is that going to be a model for her to disrespect me? Of course, she doesn't disrespect me. We have a mutually respectful relationship. I don't know about you. Do y'all think like that? Like that's how fast my mind went. Who here's an overthinker about that stuff? Here's the good news. Here's the good news. You know, I am so grateful for my mother though, for um, teaching me how to be a better mother by her example of not being a good mother. I choose to look at it like that. So here's our topic today in summary. Where can you say yes to yourself, even if it's a little uncomfortable? Where can you examine your emotions around guilt, around saying no? Is there shame involved? And then asking yourself why? Where can you say no in your life more frequently? Right now, I want you to start looking at your calendar for the next week until we get a chance to get together next week. I want you to look at your calendar. These are your uncommon action steps. Ready? I want you to look at your calendar and I want you to really be diligent because I'm a, I am really masterful and not wasting time. And not like I'm crazy busy, but like when I'm, when I'm chilling out, when I'm relaxing, I want to relax. We'll talk more about this, how to have time efficiency. I don't really like that word efficiency, but how to be, um, uh, um, use your time in a way that's going to allow you to create 
the life that you want and give you peace when you want to relax and not have guilt around it, right? So I want you to look at your calendar right now. And what is on your calendar that you said yes to when you really wanted to say no? Is there a way for you to go back and say no now? And here's a few ways to do that again. I want to remind you. So in the future, if somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to do it or you don't can't do it, right? You can say, no, I don't have time for that. Thank you for asking me. Or, you know, I'm so, I really appreciate that you thought of me. That's great. I don't have time on my calendar right now. Can you circle back with me in the future? Those are easy ways to say no. And then there's other times no is no and no is a full sentence and no is good enough. So is there anything on your calendar right now that you're thinking, oh, that you're dreading? How do you know it's a no? How do you know if you don't want to do it? Look at it. And how, how can you not do that thing? Can you hire somebody? Can you call that person and say, I'm so sorry. I realized like I overbooked myself and I'm not able to follow through with that. But I called my you know, sister, Sally Sue, and she's going to be able to do it. Or I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do that. Can let me write you a check for $100 so that somebody else can buy the supplies for those brownies. What would it be like for you to say yes to you? Just like that client did yesterday. It was such a relief, she said, when she made the decision, yes. I could hear it in her voice. I could feel it. It was palpable. It's palpable when you say yes to yourself. So, oh my God, I can't wait to, I know you all are going to email me, mary at marybicknell.com. And I want you to tell me. What did you say no to and you felt good about it? And what did you say yes to and you high-fived yourself? You know, you deserve to lead a life uncommon. And it really starts with saying yes to you. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.